All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you clinching But your team is too much for you to carry in your own division Palms is itching, about to run into some money next Lord made me slow it down cause I was surely missing steps You will step into my goals Man knew Ginobili, can't nobody hold me I need change like a gentrified neighborhood But money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good Bread alone is only good for the physical Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades Books for my mental state and letters on my dinner plate You consume by what you consume And the fumes from social media can mess up your cool Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food but depression ain't hashtag mood I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots And return all the earnings to my family Prayers for my health and for my sanity
Are right, we back again with the morning show uh, with Prince Carlton? We got a very special guest. Cedric, take it away. Yo, so we what we like to do is every t- every time we have a guest on, we like to have our guests uh, just tell our audience about themselves and the work they do uh, in their own words. So that's the first question. You go ahead, take it away. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my name is Isaiah Jackson, and uh, I am a Bitcoin educator, ten year veteran and uh made it my life's work to teach people about bitcoin and uh you know uh best-selling author uh co-founded um black bitcoin billionaires uh, i'm an advisor for the wiser app uh bitcoin education app and um a lot of big projects i've uh, helped fund over you know 20 projects myself so definitely been around long enough to uh to try and expand uh the knowledge base of bitcoin Yo, that's what's up. Oh, okay, so what inspired you to write the book Bitcoin at uh, Black America? <clears throat> oh, yeah. So I started in 2013, and up until 2019 when I released the book, I was basically doing one-on-one consultations. I was doing, you know, small meetings and, and uh, you know, basically setting up my own sort of tour uh, driving around North Carolina. And I, I figured that I should put out a book to put all my thoughts into there and everything that people could have in one spot uh, just to be more efficient, so to say. And also to sort of let people know that, you know, this industry was not just for white frat bros, uh, crypto bros and, and Lambo right. bros. That, that's what the media was really pushing. They were like, yeah, it's just a bunch of, you know, young white dudes who, who are on Reddit and and yep. all this stuff. And, and they're basically, uh, you know, the, the black people aren't involved. And, you know, since that time, uh, since 2019, uh, black people have actually been found to be the biggest holders of crypto uh, in America. So, you know, I like to think I helped with that, of course, with, you know, other people as well. But uh, that's what inspired me to put out the book. And it, it looks like, uh, you know, we, we're getting it, the job done. So so what was it? What was it when you was traveling across uh, when you we said North Carolina? When you, when you was traveling, what was the... North Carolina, the, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but what was the uh, reception like when you started introducing them to Bitcoin? Oh, man. Uh, I wish I had a camera back then. That's all I got to say. It was, uh... <laughs> See, so so let me let me give a little bit of background about Charlotte. So I'm from Charlotte, which is the second biggest, maybe third biggest banking city in America. Right. So our entire city is basically based on the banking industry. I mean, either, either people work for a bank, their father, their mother, their aunts, their uncles, grandmother. It's Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and, and that's pretty much it. So, um, you know, at first there was a lot of pushback. Um, you know, I used to walk around with my Bitcoin hoodie, uh, the same one. It was the same one Bitcoin hoodie I had. I used to walk around everywhere. <laughs> I went to the Urban League. I went to the Chamber of Commerce, the Black Chamber of Commerce. I was at uh, meetings with Merrill Lynch uh, people, with um, the Fuller Dudley group. I was in a lot of financial groups. I would show up and either join their groups or come for different meetings. And they would always say, you know, we're looking for innovative ideas. I would bring up Bitcoin. And then they were like, well, not that innovative. You know, we'll, we'll wait on that because we don't know. You know, I heard it's for criminals. I heard it's for, you know, it's a Ponzi scheme. And it used to piss me off because I, I'm a technology. Uh, I have a tech background. And I'm like, you know, in tech, there is no, you know, maybe two plus two is four. Like in tech, it either works or it doesn't so because bitcoin is you know software it's a technological project it used to piss me off because i was like look it's open source code i've reviewed it there's the best computer scientists in the world have reviewed it the best cryptologists have uh cryptographers sorry and there's nothing to trick you it literally is the best form of money uh this is something that could help the black community and the reception at first was kind of anti like i don't know about it and then we had the big bull run of 2017 
more people kind of believed what I was saying. And then the next bull run in 2020, and that's sort of when the floodgates opened because the book was already out. Plus, they started saying, okay, this may be real because Fidelity was getting in and, you know, Coinbase was, was getting, they had just IPO'd and all that stuff started coming. So at first it was, it was pretty rough. People had pushbacks. I did presentations for one person. I did that maybe a dozen times. It was me and one person. Like I would invite hundreds of people, thousands, and, and, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely put in the work. So, um, you know, people that doubted it then, they all have emailed me later and asked for consultations and, and let me just say the price has gone up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's Absolutely. up, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, man, and, uh, man, Charlotte is one of my favorite cities, man. I, I love Charlotte. I, I, well, I've been there once, but it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's probably one of the best cities in mm-hmm. America, man, for straight up, straight up. I love it there, man. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think it's top, top, top five city in America to me uh, without bias. Like, I've been to a bunch of cities, and I think it's just mm-hmm. the perfect mix of country and city. It's yep. quiet, but it's also a lot to do uh, if you want to. Uh, nice people. And a lot of people that move here come from New York. So you still get sort of that city vibe. Um, so, yeah, I love Charlotte. I, st- I still think it's one of the best cities in the world. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we told you, like, when we when we uh, when we saw you at the uh, the Bitcoin conference, I don't know if we told you we from Virginia Beach. We, 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 we originally from Virginia oh, yeah. Beach. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so we that's it, real close, man. Oh yeah, 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 not too far at all. Yeah. So, so you, you, give ever, us... been, you ever been to Virginia Beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went. In, I went in college. We had a, a um, competition or something in the major that I had. It was like a bunch of colleges got together. It's like an engineering competition. Um, didn't really try that much because I was at the beach. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm not going to. Yeah, doing this hackathon, yeah, y'all can have this hackathon. This is this is a free trip, man. I'm at the beach chilling. Yo, exactly, uh, so yeah, I've been there. I've been there for that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I've been there for that, and uh, I went back another time uh, to to visit. So yeah. Yes. So give us your story on how you were uh, orange pill. So. Uh, 2013, I was uh, teaching at the time, and I had two roommates. Uh, I had, you know, fresh out of college, and one of my roommates, uh, Brad, he uh, mentioned um, him and my other roommate, Nick. Nick came home from his job. He was working at Charles Schwab, and he was like, we talked about this thing at our our job. It's called Bitcoin or something, and uh, it's some technological thing. I don't get it. Maybe you'll get it, Zay, because, you know, you're (laughs) in computers and whatnot. And, um, you know, I I looked it up, and the first person I saw talking about it was Max Kaiser. And if you, if anybody watching, if you know Max Kaiser, I think Max Kaiser can convince anybody to get into Bitcoin. I think that's sort of the lucky part is that I got, I got probably the best Bitcoin teacher you can get the first time I saw it. I didn't get some, you know, random dude trying to scam scam you. I didn't get like, you know, my cousin who ain't never did anything with his life trying to tell him about Bitcoin. It was literally (laughs) top of the top. So, and, and and Max is still my mentor to this day. He did my first interview for Bitcoin to Black America. uh, And he's in the book as well. And, uh, you know, Max Kaiser, I saw him on RT and he was going crazy. Like he always does. He was ripping up dollars. I, I was watching him every day. Um, right. supposed to be teaching the kids. I was teaching high school. I was supposed to be teaching, but I was watching his videos. He's ripping up dollars. He's yelling at people in gold and silver. He's like, it's all going to go away. It's Bitcoin right. or die. Like, and I'm, I'm sitting, I was like, man, this dude, he's already rich. Why would he be going crazy over Bitcoin? Like, it just right. didn't make sense unless yeah. it was real. So that's what made me look into it. And then I also saw an article from uh, the Winklevoss twins. 
And when I found out they were the twins from the social network, I was like, oh, this may be their way to get back at Zuckerberg for stealing their shit. They might be on to something. And, and they were talking about a six-figure Bitcoin back then. That was 2013. So I was on it then. I, and, you know, I, I say there's two types of people that get on Bitcoin instantly. They're either too rich to care about losing the money or they're too poor to care. It's like, how much further down can I go? I was on the too poor to care side. I was a teacher. I had like $400 <laughs> of savings. Um, like I always say, I bought my first two Bitcoins with that $400. And I was like, if I lose it, what am I gonna do? Be poor again? Like man, I, I, this is how I grew up. Now. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's, it's the worst that could happen. You know what I mean? So I was on that. I was on that end. Okay, so okay, so the day you announced that you're an advisor for a Bitcoin education app called it's called Yeiser. You know I'm saying it right? It's called Yeiser. Get get wiser. Get wiser. Get, wi yep. get wiser. Okay, wiser, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, wiser. Okay, can you uh, tell our audience a little bit more about that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, Wiser uh, is a Bitcoin and financial education app uh, where you can take uh, bite-sized classes uh, within the app to learn uh, about different aspects. You have uh, the basics for newbies. You have Bitcoin innovation. You have mining. Uh, you can learn about uh, investment, uh, uh, technical analysis. Uh, it talks about the history of Bitcoin. It's literally an all-encompassing education app to get people started. And the reason why I was so adamant about being an advisor and helping build this product is because for years, you know, people have websites, they have books, uh, they have podcasts, they have, you know, videos, you can watch all that stuff. But it's just whenever you are trying to orange peel somebody and you send them 12 different uh, things, they don't end up looking at it. Uh, it's just how it right. is. People are like, all right, just give me one place I can go to get all this stuff in one. And that's that's the Wiser app. Uh, and the Wiser app, uh, of course, it has the courses where you can earn Satoshis uh, as you go uh, for completing it, take quizzes on it. Um, you can also weekly to have a one-on-one -on -one, uh, with different teachers. And, um, you know, we're looking to raise funds now. Uh, once we raise those funds, we'll start with multilingual so that we can have it, you know, internationally. Uh, we'll have, uh, I'll be building the Bitcoin for Kids course myself uh, because I've started that, um, you know, teaching kids about Bitcoin and their parents so that they understand, you know, the importance of it. Uh, so all of that is all encompassing in the app. And as an advisor, like I said, I don't put my name on just anything. I think this is going to be the biggest education app in the world. So I uh, wow. definitely want to make sure we get our people on it. And, uh, you know, anybody else who's, who's who wants to learn, you can, I mean, what better way to learn is to get paid for it, right? Absolutely. That, that's crazy. I was just about to ask you, I was about to ask you, like, is it going to be for kids too? Like, like, so so when, when do you think, when do you think that part is coming out? I, I ain't trying to rush mm -hmm. you, man. I'm trying to figure out what, like, when, it, when is that part coming? Well, to be honest with you, I think kids at the uh, high school level can start now. Uh, I think middle school okay. and younger, uh, that'll be sometime later this year, quarter four. So, okay. uh, yeah, by quarter four, we'll have that in there. And I think that, um, you know, if, if you are an adult and you're learning yourself, you can do it alongside your child if they are a little bit younger, uh, mm -hmm. because some of the concepts they may get, they'll, they'll get the early ones. But once you start getting into renewable energy and mining and then technical analysis, it might get a little fishy for them. But if you got an adult with you, they can start right now. Wow. Perfect. Okay. <clears throat> so so how do you think we can get uh, more black Americans on a large scale to um, start getting into Bitcoin? Um, so there's two ways. First one, just being honest, we need some famous people. Because for some reason in the black community, I can talk to him blue in the face. <laughs> right. But nobody cares until a rapper or an athlete says it. 
Mm-hmm. I, I hate that that's the case. Uh, you know, I, I even did an interview on MTV. I did an interview with MTV, and I told him that, and I said, you know, nobody cares that what Eminem says about uh, financial industry or about Bitcoin. So why do we care if Jay Z says it or Meek Mill or whoever? It's like it, it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. But that is how it is. Yep. So uh, that's one way. Yeah. But the second biggest way I think is um, we have to uh, we have to meet people where they are. And that's one of the main things in education that I've done is um, meeting people where they are. So, for instance, I've installed uh, probably about 50 or so Bitcoin ATMs in the DMV area, as a matter of fact. Um, And a lot of them are in the hood, Uh, literally in the middle of the hood. If you go to a lot of these hoods now, you see a lot of these Bitcoin ATMs. If you're in the DMV area, there's probably installed by me in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, So that's one way is meet them where they are. Second thing is getting it into the schools. but without the school system. So my mother, she's had a after school and summer camp program. Um, she's, she was a teacher for 30 years and then she started her own after school and summer camp. So finding after school and summer camps where they want financial education. And I started my own Bitcoin summer camp as well, getting it to, to kids that grow up in these areas. It's uh, black children everywhere. That's, you know, a part of it as well in the school system. And then last but not least, um, making it so that they don't have to do anything outside of what they already do. So for instance, you can earn Bitcoin for walking. And what's one of the yep. major problems in the black, uh, black community, heart disease and, yep. and not working out. So the, doing what you already do. Another thing is people that like to shop, you can earn Bitcoin for that as well. And uh, cashback rewards. Uh, you can earn Bitcoin for playing chess um, with the wiser app. You earn, you earn Bitcoin for learning. So basically Doing what you already do and earning Bitcoin for it is the best way I've seen, because if you try and change people's whole schedule and change the way they, they live their life and try and get them to, you know, everybody's not going to watch five hours worth of videos every day and read two books a week uh, the way I started out. I, I mean, I was staying up till three in the morning and going to work at seven because I was so adamant. But that's a very small percentage. Most people, they want yeah. an easy spoon fed to them. And that's how we do it. And it's not just black people. That's that's people in general. People are just lazy. So I just need yeah, right, where they are. Right. Uh, absolutely. I, I was I was going to ask you this question later, but I, I think I'm going to ask you right now. Okay. So you so you said you um you uh put uh Bitcoin ATMs. Oh, okay. Let me ask you this question. Did this this almost this almost my question. Okay. So a lot of Bitcoin people we we like privacy. We we we, we even went we we're privacy people. You know what I mean? We want our own privacy and everything. Okay. What is the best way to buy Bitcoin without with a with avoiding KYCs? You know what I mean? Like, cause I I go I go to the ATM up here, the Bitcoin ATM up here, but I'm using my but it, it, it's using my phone though. You know what I mean? It, it's coming. I'm verifying it with my phone. You feel what I'm saying? How, how can I be anonymous and buy Bitcoin? Okay, perfect. Yeah. So here's here's what you do. First thing is go to a website called KYCNOT.me, KYCNOT.me. They list uh, over 20 different ways that you can buy Bitcoin without KYC. So that's the first thing. The second way is uh, peer-to-peer. There are meetup groups in pretty much every major city in America. And those meetup groups, um, you can actually find them. They'll be on the Wiser app soon, but you can find them on something called the Oshi app, O-S-H-I. Uh, app you can find those the meetup group local in your area peer-to-peer is great as well meeting somebody handing them cash that's how it started that's how bitcoin started out right peer-to-peer electronic cash being able i can hand you cash you had you give me bitcoin on the spot uh so that's another way as well um another way for privacy is download the wasabi wallet 
W A S A B I, uh, Wasabi, and also Samurai, the Samurai Wallet, um, S A M O uh, R A I, Samurai Wallet. Both of those uh, wallets have a built in mixer where you can actually send your Bitcoin from a KYC address to there. And the mixing, the technological form of mixing is that it becomes private once you do that. Uh, so those are a couple ways that you can do it uh, to ensure your own privacy, because I get it. Um, privacy is a big thing. Um, also, if you want a hardware wallet, um, you can get a open dime. Uh, open dime is like a Bitcoin bearer bond. And I have I have a few. Uh, they, I think they're in the uh, other room. Um, you can buy open dimes. You can place it on there. It's a small like USB stick. Put your Bitcoin on there. And that open dime is basically KYC free because nobody knows you have it unless you tell someone. Right. You can right. put it in a safe. You can, you know, put it anywhere you want and nobody knows you have it. Nobody can take it from you uh, because you can encrypt it and, and put your own passphrase on it. So it's essentially right. um, KYC free as well. So, um, you know, and the only KYC on it is what you put as far as the mailing address, which hopefully you have a P.O. box or you can you know, send it to someone else, put another name on it. It doesn't matter you know, however. So uh, all of those different ways. Also, too, below the the Bitcoin aspect is from a tech aspect, you want to ensure privacy as well. So using a VPN, um, yeah. they actually have something called LN. Look at LN VPN. It's a VPN that you pay for with the Lightning Network. So there's no KYC mm. attached to it. You're using a VPN with no name attached to it. Wow. So LN VPN. Also, start, start nine labs. Start nine labs. It's a server. Uh, private server that you can uh, get for yourself. I believe they're uh, about 600 bucks right now. Uh, I know that price is probably going to come down, but uh, start nine labs. So you can have your own private server, you have your own private VPN, and you'll have KYC free wallet as well as KYC not.me uh, places where you can get it. So for example, uh, BISC, B I S Q dot network. I've been using it for years. You can uh, pay people via Cash App, you can pay people. However, you want to get it KYC free. Uh, also, um, hold hold H O D L H O D L. Hold hold is another way that you can uh, transact um, peer to peer without KYC. Um, another way is Paxful, which Paxful sort of went away. Um, however, it is available to some extent um, that you can use peer to peer. And last but not least, uh, my good friend Ray Yusuf, who used to be the CEO of Paxful. Um, he has created a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer market uh, completely. Uh, it's in beta testing right now, but once it's really introduced, uh, I've been I've been able to uh, you know test it out. This is going to be the killer app everybody's looking for. It's called CivKit. C I V K I T. Uh, CivKit. It's not available in America yet, but with the VPN, you can get whatever you want. Uh, but it will be available. It's decentralized. It's peer-to-peer. -peer. You can trade using any currency you want, any gift card you want, uh, anything. You basically can trade anything for anything on there, and it's peer-to-peer, -peer, it's decentralized, and we're finally wow. able to do it because the Lightning Network allows it. So when people talk about Bitcoin and KYC and it's centralized, I always laugh because I just gave you all like 40 different ways to do it KYC free, <laughs> and most people just hey. don't know. Uh, I'm really saving most hey. of that for the second book. Uh, it's in the second book. I'm just saving it for there. So people, once people see it, they're going to they're gonna get it. Hey, hey, I, I want to say you got to be writing a book about this, man, because you, hey, you listed you that off for like 10 seconds, man. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all it's all in the second book and uh yeah bitcoin in black america uh the second edition uh you know for anybody that's watching if they're wondering what's happening with it let's just say um i put a little too much information in, in this second one uh so i got some uh 
got some stuff going on, getting shut down by different platforms. Uh, Stripe has kicked me off. PayPal's kicked wow. me off. Uh, cash Cash Out tried, but I'm friends with Jack, so that didn't work. Um, yeah. Let's see. Amazon tried to get the book taken down. Um, no, they're, they're, let me just put in there. There's a group of people you can't piss off, uh, or they will try to take away everything. Uh, and that group of people claims to not have any power, but for some reason, if you mention them in a book or any mm-hmm. of the things that they do, uh, they try and get taken away. And I, I let some people read it before, and they they've been trying. I got death threats, uh, which I don't care. The book is oh, coming man. out. I don't I don't care. Um, yeah, do, yeah. Do, so do, it is what it is. But that's just that just tells me how good this book is once it comes out. Do, do you got a timetable for that? Um, yeah, so I have, uh, I, I wanted to, to put it out, uh, October 20th, which would be, uh, that would mark the, um, the, the three-year date of when I first announced it, um, so that everybody that's pre-ordered it, everybody that wants it, they'll all get it at the same time. Um, also too, uh, it'll denote my, uh, daughter's birthday. So October 21st, sorry, October 21st this year. <laughs> All right, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, okay. Let, let me let, let, let me step let me just step off Bitcoin just for one minute. I'm gonna say uh, off Bitcoin just for one minute. Okay, so <clears throat> you had a tweet the other day. <laughs> you had a tweet the other day, and uh, you you said I have seventy plus slide presentations showing why feminism is the dumbest ideology of our lifetime. Tag a feminist. I'm ready to argue. And yo, I love that tweet, <laughs> man. <laughs> and yo, 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 it, oh, it, yeah. it, it, and it, nobody, it, nobody tagged anybody. And yo, yo, ain't nobody tagged nobody, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 explain, explain that tweet a little bit. Yes, absolutely. So here's here's the thing about Bitcoin and financial education. Uh, whenever you talk about that with people, especially when I talk to young men, it doesn't matter how much money you make. The biggest cost in most men's life is a woman. And is a marriage. And that's usually the biggest cost for most men. So that has to be Absolutely. a conversation that you have, especially talking to young, young men. And in the black community, uh, before the Civil Rights Act, uh, before they introduced the New Deal and a lot of the uh, public housing and all of those things, uh, before feminism came, we were the most married group in America was black people. We were on the rise in income. We were on the rise in marriages. We decreased poverty from 87% to 47%. We were on the rise in everything. And then, boom, we got slapped with Civil Rights Act, which made basically getting funds from the government something that everybody fought for, which shouldn't have happened. And then feminism. We got smacked with feminism, where basically uh, you had a... Uh, a movement, feminism, that started out as women wanting to have equal rights, but it got co-opted, as most movements do, um, by the CIA and by uh, people who, like Gloria Steinem and uh, a lot of the colleges, they were able to infiltrate and put out this information that made feminism go from equality to control. And what I mean by that is uh, Gloria Steinem was able to become friends with people like Angela Davis, infiltrate the Black Panthers. Uh, They came out with a magazine called The Miss Magazine, if you don't know it. And what feminism ultimately did was it convinced our women to be mad at us the same way that white women were mad at their their, their Mm -hmm. husbands. Because they tried to say, you know, they they use all these buzzwords now. It was toxic masculinity and uh, it's uh, the patriarchy, all of these things. And they use uh, authors such as uh, Bell Hooks, who I think is complete garbage. Uh, they used, uh, you know, other authors uh, at the college level to indoctrinate young women into thinking that, hey, we're boss, we're boss babes, and we can run it, and we don't need no man, and we can be yep. single, and we can do whatever we want. Which fractured the black family to an extent where I don't even think we can recover completely. 
um, unfortunately. And the way to build wealth is with strong families, which create strong communities, which creates a strong nation. If you get rid of the men and the women and marriages, you've you've hit the the basic point where we cannot build a strong community. And that's what happened. And, um, you know, just some of the things that uh, I put as far as being the worst ideology, uh, you know, a lot of the women, they chose the government over over men. And, and people will say, well, men weren't doing what they were supposed to do in the 60s and 70s. And my pushback has always been it don't matter how hard you work. We, you can't be free. And <laughs> when the government is saying we'll give you free yeah. housing and free health care mm-hmm. and all you got to do is make sure there's no man in the house. Most women will choose that because what will they do? They can say, well, I can have any man I want. And then I can also get my babies paid for and my health care and my food. And that's what a lot of women chose. You know, there were men that, you know, we have the incarceration. Uh, we have uh, the drug problem, all of which was also CIA psyops as well. Just want to throw that yep. out there. All yep. of that stuff happened. But unfortunately, uh, and then we had propaganda from Hollywood where you had, you know, uh, I'm living single. Ooh, isn't that is that all <laughs> strong women? They Man. can do it themselves. Oh I'm independent. Uh, all through all through the 90s, I saw all of that. Yeah, and I mean, it just was. It was just you know, on top of that, I don't even want to get into Disney where they try to make women the heroes of everything now. Where they say you know men are dumb and we're all uh, you know dense and we we're stupid. Look at all the fathers that were in a lot of the. Um, the sitcoms, they were the, the, the dumb father and the super smart mom. All of this was propaganda and, and programming so that when you grew, grew up, you expected that out of a, out of uh, relationships. And look at what we have now, 70, over 70 percent single parents. Um, and, you know, I hate the fact that, you know, a lot of feminists attack me when in reality, all I'm trying to do is help you all. You all got tricked and it's OK because the CIA, they take out whole countries. They've taken three <laughs> confessions of an economic hitman. And you'll yep. see how they've destabilized countries. They've destabilized whole regions. They have so being tricked is not the problem. You just gotta admit that you know they did a good job of basically fracturing that that family system to the point now where every podcast you watch is a bunch of men and women arguing about splitting fifty fifty. And I ain't gonna do this. And what I won't do. And I won't do this. Yep. And I'm like, yep. it, they they got us. <laughs> they, they and it. For the most part, as a man, you can't even really say this uh, in front of most women. They get mad and they start yelling. But I always tell them, I always say, I look at end results. I don't care about your feelings. I look at end results. I'm a math guy. I like to see what the, the end result is. Facts. Our families are, are fractured and yep. something mm-hmm. happened. So it's not that, you know, and I hate, I also hate, I'm not trying to be too long with it. I also hate this, um, this idea that somehow women are somehow outpacing men and they're doing better than us and and we need to get it together let me give a few stats first of all the average income for men is still higher than women that didn't that hasn't changed second of all most women have more college degrees now that means nothing to me that means that you have more college debt and if we look at broader statistics women do have almost 80 percent of the consumer debt in america so all you did was go into debt for a degree that most people don't use. So that's not yep. something to flex or to brag on. The third thing, right. the third thing is uh, we know the statistics for single parent households, right? We know that children are more likely to go to prison, more likely to, to drop out of high school. We, we know all those statistics. The thing is, as black men, we've done our job. We were put as single fathers and we all of the propaganda was we don't watch our kids and nobody takes care of them. Uh, in 2018, the CDC came out with a report stating that black men are more in their lives than any other demographic in America. Yep. 
We did our job. We saw our fathers not do what they were doing 40 years ago, and we cleaned it up. We made I don't have a friend that doesn't take care of their children. I don't even know a man that doesn't. That just doesn't take care of his kids. You can't even be around me. Like, that doesn't exist. And most other men I know (laughs) know that. So I'm not saying we're perfect, but we did our job cleaning up our image. I feel like a lot of women with feminism, they took sexual liberation and intersectionality with the LGBTQ, and they took all of that. And because women are more, you know, empathetic, and they like to be more egalitarian and include everybody, you let the lions, uh, you 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 came into the lions den, and you didn't realize that they're going to eat you now. Now, now what's happening? Now you got these, you know, the transformers saying, "I'm a woman, and I look better than a woman, and you're not a real woman, and menstruation doesn't matter, and you are a chest feeder." And, a person that can't get pregnant. You're not a woman. And I'm like, y'all let them in. I know men, we make it a bad rep, but we usually look long-term, whereas women are trying to just, you know, not argue. And and right. we're very disagreeable yeah. for a reason. We're not just going to let stuff happen. Why? Because we're supposed to be protectors. Yep. In order to protect somebody, I can't protect what I can't correct. So if I can't correct you, and you could just do whatever you want, and you're like, oh, well, I can just, I'm free. I can do what I want. Well, then that's what's going to happen. I mean, if you got a security yeah. guard and he says, we're going to go around this entrance and then you say, no, nah, I'm going to go through the front and then you get attacked. <laughs> Whose fault is that? It's not security guards. You, you you chose that. So, you know, I know it's pretty long winded, but that's feminism no. has basically damaged us to the point where we can't even have a civil conversation and, you know, sort of try to get back together uh, as a community as we were before. Bro, hey, hey, bro, I ain't even gonna lie, man. Hey, we gotta have you on again sometime, <laughs> and, and, and like, and like, do another one of these, man. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, because it's so crazy. We be saying, we be saying the same thing all the time <laughs> on all our shows. We be saying the exact same thing. But you know, you know what's gonna be the killer, yeah. though, man. The killer is when, and one one of our, we in Minnesota, man. So so we in Minneapolis. So mm-hmm. one of one of our representatives said. That everybody in Minnesota, all uh, everybody needs universal basic income. Once they put that in, you talking about the black family? It's a wrap for sure. Then it's out of here. <clears throat> and, 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 and see, the, and the, the thing is, is that the thing is, is that like I always try to think about like black economics because I, I feel I feel like I feel like black economics is a way for us to become more independent on anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I, I, Bitcoin piques my interest. And that's why even like, even within the last year, I've tried to like, all of my necessities in my house is by like black owned companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm trying to start that cycle of just like spending my dollar because even, even with statistics, where they like, yo, the black dollar leaves the black community and like, three hours, you know what I'm saying? But it stays in everybody else's community for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it That feeds into the same track, the same cycle as us not getting married. It all leads to just us not having no money and being poor yeah. and being dependent on everybody mm-hmm. else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I have, I have a question. Oh, yeah. what, 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 what can, so Bitcoin, how can young black entrepreneurs who have their own business, how can they uh, 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 um, you know what I'm saying? Use Bitcoin to further their business, and, and and you know further just help out the black community, just help us out with just some uh economic justice. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, the first thing I would say is, if you have a business, you should have a treasury where Bitcoin is a part of that. 
Uh, if you look at the top companies like MicroStrategy, Cash App, Galaxy mm -hmm. Digital, that all have mm -hmm. Bitcoin treasuries, if you look at the growth of those treasuries over the last five years, if you have a gap in, in uh, you know, Black-owned businesses and others, Bitcoin can fill that gap. Just basically taking a portion of what you own or earn and putting it in a treasury that is Bitcoin-based. And we know that we know the stats of Bitcoin that every four years there is a halvening. Every halvening, on average, has an eighteen hundred percent increase in Bitcoin's price. On average, that is unheard of for a business. You know, businesses usually don't grow at an eighteen hundred percent clip, but you have a treasury mm -hmm. that that can, right? Um, so that's the first thing. Every single black-owned business should have a Bitcoin a piece, even if it's one percent. Or you can go with BlackRock's number, eighty-nine percent. BlackRock just came out and said 89% of your holdings should be in Bitcoin. We're talking about the biggest investment company in the world, $10 trillion. So you ain't got to listen to me. Listen to the people you think are smarter than me, even though they came years later. Listen to them. So you should have at least a small percentage of it in Bitcoin. Second thing is accept Bitcoin for payments, even if nobody pays in Bitcoin at first. This is something that I keep telling people is that you don't want to get to a point where um, – you have to scramble to figure out how to accept Bitcoin payments. Learn how to accept payments either through your online business or in person so that you know the infrastructure that it takes. You know how people can pay with the Lightning Network. You can get an open node uh, where people can pay. You can use your phone where people can pay. Uh, a lot of Black-owned businesses are single sole proprietors or single-person businesses. It's just your phone, bro. That's it. You just need a QR code. It's very easy. Um, and... If you have, you know, a, a thriving business online, same thing. BTC Pay Server. Um, they have WordPress pl plugins now, uh, ways to accept Bitcoin for the work that you do. Uh, because I've seen personally uh, business owners that have accepted Bitcoin for, you know, certain payments and they just kind of hold it. And then they look back two years later and they're like, man, those two Bitcoin payments I accepted are worth hundreds of dollars more now. Whereas yep. the fiat that I'm getting, it was three and a half cents a visa. And all that money has been spent or used for something else. And, and then they start saying, they start pushing it, saying, no, we accept Bitcoin. It's going to get to a point where people are going to prefer Bitcoin. They're going to say, I prefer to get Bitcoin. There's no, there's nothing to stop you. Lightning Network is less than a penny and it's instant. Um, there's no, you know, fee for it. So businesses should definitely look at that. Um, signage is important for businesses, whether you have a, we accept Bitcoin, put it on your website or at your brick and mortar. That's important because you don't, most people don't know until you tell them. Um, that's another thing. Um, also too, I would say, Teach your employees about Bitcoin uh, because you can pay your employees right now in Bitcoin uh, with um, uh, I don't want to say the wrong name. Oh, man, it just just left my, my brain right now. But there there are uh, there are companies where you can actually pay your employees in Bitcoin. Um, you pay them. In, you know, you don't have to see it. BitPay is one. Uh, you send it in cash and it can convert to Bitcoin. So teach your employees. Get the Wiser app. Just give it to them and tell them to learn on their own. Um, because that you, you do want a, uh, a workforce or a group of people working for you that are knowledgeable about it and at least have the option. Give yourself options um, because whenever people talk about Bitcoin, they always talk about it in a way that they think is just an investment. They think it's volatile. They think they're going to lose money. When in reality, uh, every single person I know is a business over a certain period of time. When they accept Bitcoin, their business actually thrives. Wow! Wow! Oh, okay, so so what, what was that? What was that app again? Is it an app? You said the um. So if we want to get paid in Bitcoin, so so what should we use? Bitpay. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. If you want to get. Uh, so uh, if you're a brick and mortar business, Open Node. 
Bit, BitPay is one. Okay. Uh, Open Node is another one. Open Node actually has hardware where you can place it there and, and put prices and people can pay for it. Um, right. I don't think I'm giving away a secret too much, but I think Square is going to implement Bitcoin payments uh, soon. So the squares that you see where they, they shift it mm. around, I think Bitcoin is going to be available on there uh, probably within the next 18 months. Just just making a prediction. I don't know for sure, but just talking with right. people working with Cash App, people knowing Jack Dorsey, going all in on Bitcoin, I'm pretty sure it's going to be added to Square in the next next year or two. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Okay, speaking of Jack Dorsey, are, are you on any uh, Nostra apps? Yeah, yeah. Um, my pub key, I just put it in my bio. Uh, I'm on Noster. I'm on Damus, uh, uh, D-A-M-U-S. Um, okay, yep. And you can find me on there. Yep. And and I'll be oh, doing oh, oh, oh. a, I'll be doing, I'll be speaking. Oh, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You got it, you got it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I'll be speaking at the Noster conference uh, in Tokyo, Japan. Me and Jack Dorsey will be speaking together. Crazy. Crazy, hey yo, we it's so we want to ask you what, what other stuff you got coming up. That's huge. That is huge, man. Wow, <clears throat> wow. I could. I, I'm gonna see. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna follow you up there. I'm gonna follow you up there. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that, oh, that's coming. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got uh we out of time mm-hmm. now. We out of time now. So is there any other thing you got? Any other stuff coming up? Any other speaking engagements? Any other anything? What, what's coming up next for you? You you want to tell people how to follow you, where to find you at? Oh yeah, so um, the Bitcoin and Black America uh, book tour. Uh, I'll be starting that officially. Uh, I have done a few dates, but August fifth, I'll be in Miami speaking at an event called Lit Brunch. Um, I'll be there for that. I will also be at Bitblock Boom. I don't think I'll be a speaker because I was on vacation when they were sending out all the stuff, but I will be there in Austin, Texas. That's the end of August. Um, what about that? I will be in Charlotte uh, October 19th uh, for a special event with uh, BTC Sessions and Bitcoin Charlotte. Uh, I'll be giving away free books and merch there as well. Um, I am looking to be at Bitcoin Amsterdam as well as for the first time um, the Bitcoin Africa and Ghana, which is December 1st through the 3rd. So definitely going international this year. Uh, make sure we get the word out. Uh, so that's what I have coming as far as travel, where you can see me speak. Um, any added dates, just check Twitter. But um, Wiser app, I'll be focused on that. I'm trying to get the first 10,000 on there uh, of users to get that going. Uh, Bitcoin Boat Club, if you're in Miami, uh, the first ever uh, boat club uh, where you can pay with Bitcoin. is sort of like the Turo for, for uh, boats. So if you go on vacation to Miami or if you go to Fort Lauderdale or Tampa, We'll have that as well. I uh, got a lot of stuff coming. Uh, I really can't list them all, but <laughs> I'm very busy for a reason because next next year is uh, is going to be 2024 is going to be huge because the happening is coming. And that's when I think the, the herd is coming. The herd is, is going to stampede through the door. Hey, brother, we, we appreciate you so much for coming on. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Thank we, you. We, 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 we definitely got to have you again, man. I, I want to. Oh, my gosh. We ran out of time. I want to talk about. Uh, 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 central bank digital currencies. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I want to talk more about, you know what I mean? The, you know, just all, all the black stuff, man, Bitcoin stuff, all of that, man. We appreciate you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll come back. All right. Perfect. Likewise, brother. Just give me a date. I'll definitely come back. Part two, part three, however many we need, man. I appreciate it, brothers. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming.